This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's drop some knowledge here and play NFL Read and React. And Bill, once again, back to give us these questions here. Yeah, here we go. Over at BetMGM, there are five teams that are heavy favorites to win their division after just three weeks into the season. Kansas City, no surprise there, minus 275 to win the AFC West. The 49ers and the NFC West are the biggest favorite at minus 600. But which of the big favorites are you going to trust the rest of the way and bring home a division title. Phillies at minus 155, Miami at minus 140, interesting there, or Detroit, shortest odds, at minus 105. So, Jinx, considering the odds, considering the division, who are you trusting? Hmm, this is a tough one. I think it's the Lions, believe it or not. I want to say the Eagles because this was supposed to be essentially a, a two-team race the Giants are terrible. Commanders are eh right now. So it's Eagles and Cowboys, and Cowboys did not look good last week. Maybe that's a one-week overreaction. But overall, when you look at the strength of the division and you look at the price here, I'm not someone to jump on a bandwagon. I don't necessarily think they're going to make a long playoff run. But Lions at minus 105 is a nice price, and I do think they're the best team in that division. So I'll go Detroit. I like that one, especially at the price. And we will certainly know uh, what's up after this Thursday night game because the Packers and the Lions are playing each other on Thursday. So if you do like this, maybe the time to buy in is now. But I think here is the bigger talking point. At what point do we think the books are still sleeping on the Dolphins? Because remember the start of the season? Even the Dolphins to make the postseason wasn't that close to even money for the Dolphins just to get into the postseason. And they, then we see this explosion on their offense where it feels like Tua Tungavailoa has really found it. So I feel like the books are still kind of sleeping on the Miami Dolphins. I'm not ready to you know, pencil in the Dolphins as Super Bowl champs or anything, but it still feels like they're good enough to win the AFC East, especially now with Aaron Rodgers not at the helm, for the New York Jets, because that was my preseason pick. Um, sayonara. Um, so, yeah, I think it is going to be the Dolphins for me in the AFC East. Yeah, and, and you're talking about clarification in the NFC North with the Lions and Packers. We may get that Sunday. Yep. If the Dolphins win and they go up two games mm-hmm. on Buffalo, Boom. that line will get even longer yep. for Miami as far as the, the odds go. All right. Sorry, Jinx. Read and react number two. The biggest story in the NFL in week <laughs> three outside of Taylor Swift banging on the glass in Travis Kelsey's suite like she was thinking, sitting ringside at a Charleston Chiefs game. Shout out to Slapshot fans out there. <laughs> Instead of a Kansas City Chiefs game, was the Miami Dolphins scoring 70 points on Denver. Now, here's a completely bizarre twist. If you guys haven't seen this, I think it was CBS tweeted this out. Tua Tungavailoga has the exact same stats after three games in 2023 as he did in 2022. Miami is 3-0, just like they were in 2022. He's thrown eight touchdowns and two interceptions, just like in 2022. And he's hit on 72 of 101 passes, just like 2022. So, Tua was an MVP favorite until he got hurt back in 2022. Chelsea, should we be sprinkling a little bit of cash on Tua in the MVP race? Here's the thing about futures. You need to buy when the stock is not at its highest. Because right now, 
Who's the favorite to win MVP? It's Tua. He's only plus 350. So I think that you can make a case for Tua winning the MVP. Now at this price, I don't think this is when you buy in. I think you'll wait till he faces a couple of other good defenses, maybe after this Bills game, and kind of wait for this number to go back down. Because we've seen one thing. If the Dolphins are not facing a top-tier defense, they're going to put up some massive numbers, especially when you have cheat codes like Tyreek Hill. So I do think that Tua is a solid play for MVP. I just think the time to buy in is not right now. I whoever breaks up Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift in the NFL is my MVP. <laughs> Josh Allen, are you out there? What about you, Brock Purdy? How about you, Justin Herbert? Jared Stidham, what are you doing right now? Any of you Jimmy guys? Garoppolo. He's hot. Uh, J- fine. Jimmy G. Pick a guy. Pick a single man in the NFL. If you have a decent season, if you throw 15 touchdowns and 15 picks, but you break up Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, so I don't have to hear about it. You don't even have to go out with her. Just break them up. Then you're my MVP. I would say, (laughs) yeah, we should sprinkle a little bit on Tua. That offense looks awesome. And 70 notwithstanding, this is an offense because they have so many weapons. It can beat you in so many different ways. Look, the Dolphins look like a legitimate like powerhouse right now. And I hate to overreact after three weeks. And I'm not just talking about against the Broncos, but Tua looks great. And now he's got Tyreek. Again, Jalen Waddle didn't play last week. Devon Achain, I mean, he's another 4-3 guy. How many of these guys do they have? So Tua has slowly gotten better. And I love his story because concussions aside, remember, remember there was a time not that long ago when it was, is Tua going to be the guy? Is Tua going to be the guy or not? He's the guy now. I think he's worth a sprinkle. Yeah. All right, I'm going to jump back to one that we didn't get to earlier in the show. Minnesota, Chicago, Carolina, and Denver are all 0-3, Jinx. Mm-hmm. I know that, obviously, Minnesota won the division last year, so maybe they had a little more expectation coming in this season. But who's been the worst team in the NFL so far? Bears. Bears stink. Yeah. <laughs> they absolutely stink. They stink. Now, they're only three-and-a-half-point dogs to the Broncos. But my God, I, I don't even follow the Bears that closely. You don't have to. You know why? Because I'm in D.C. and uh, what? Oh, that's the Bears. That's not smog. That's the Bears. The stench has come all the way to the East Coast. The defense is terrible. The offense is terrible. Justin Fields is not good. And he doesn't even like his coaches, even though he walked it back. And apparently it's my fault. It's the media's fault. It's always the media's fault. Our bad. We didn't say anything. You said it. And now the Bears have to live with the fact, and things can always change, but it's certainly trending like maybe you should not have rolled with Justin Fields and you didn't have to make a trade and you could have had someone else. And so now they're just kind of stuck in this position. Well, maybe they're not. Hell, it may not even matter. You guys might be the worst team in football, even worse than the Cardinals right now. You are the favorites to be the worst team in football. Maybe you'll get another shot at a quarterback. But right now it just seems like, They are completely disaligned. The coaches are on the wrong page as the players. Nobody on the team is any good. The fans aren't happy. The vibes aren't good. It's Chicago. The Bears are the worst team in football. Has to be the Bears because not only are they a putrid team, they also have what appears to be a terrible clubhouse environment. Those two things mixed together, I think, is a recipe for the worst team in football. Because if you look at some of these other teams that are young and kind of struggling, at least it feels like 
they're a team that has positive vibes. Like, look at the Texans. Like, even though they know they're not going to be one of the best teams in football, they have some young guns on the squad, and it feels like they're, you know, at least happy to be there. Do we think that's the case with the members of the Chicago Bears where Justin Fields literally called out the coaches and there's the other like allegations about why their defensive coordinator got fired or resigned or whatever happened? So it just feels like a dangerous combo of a team not being great on paper. They weren't good last year either. And then also the vibes being completely askew. So yeah, got to be the Bears here. It's pretty wild that all the 0-3 teams are playing each other this week. Minnesota and Carolina, Chicago Mm -hmm. and Denver. So we'll just be down to two. All right, real quick. Who's the best team in the NFL then right now, Chelsea? You still got some undefeated teams there. Who's your number one? You got the Dolphins at 3-0, 49ers and Eagles. (gasps) I was jumping the gun here. I think it's the Niners. (laughs) The 49ers look like the best team to me. And if the Eagles didn't have uh, the, the problem with working in some new coordinators, I do think at the end of the season, the Eagles will continue to be one of the best teams in football. But right now, through three weeks, has to be the Niners. Not only are they winning, they're dominating. And once again, what an embarrassment of riches on the offensive side of the ball where you have like multiple guys that can take screen passes on a third and 17 and turn it into a first down. Brandon Ayuk wasn't even playing in that primetime game against the Giants. And they still do plays like that. So I'm going to go Niners. Yeah, I think it's the Niners, man. Defense travels, baby. And as good as the Dolphins look on offense, when you look at the pedigree that the Eagles have, it's impressive. But, man, that Niners defense just looks like they can shut down just about anyone. And Brock Purdy, I think, I I was worried that we might have a little bit of regression from him because, look, Tommy John surgery is Tommy John surgery. He looks great. And remember, his ceiling is still not unlimited, but he's still got a ways to go to improve. This guy's played less than a full season in the NFL, mm-hmm. which is remarkable to think about. What do you even talk about that? We act like Brock Purdy's been there for five years. It's crazy. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Niners are definitely the right call. Niners and Eagles week 13 of the NFL this year. So that – I don't know if they'll both be undefeated by then, but that's, that's going to be a good one. Ooh, well, hopefully the Niners one. have a quarterback because remember in the postseason, the Niners are still salty about that. Remember yeah. when Brock Purdy went down and they had Christian McCaffrey throwing passes? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I got to go with the Niners, man. Matt says the Eagles are going to smoke the Niners. Mm, I don't know about that. Matt's an Eagles fan. That. Yes, also that. True. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.